Hola, mujerones. Welcome to the podcast. This is our very first live podcast recording. That's right. We have a live audience, and I feel so cool right now. <laughs> Thank you so much. We, we did a, a very intimate intro before we started recording because, you know, we needed our intimacy in the room. Um, I have a very special guest with me today, mi amiga, my sister, my coach, Sylvia Brand. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I want to shout live from New York City. This is Saturday Night Live. Right? Does yeah. it feel cool? And, and it feels a little weird too, I'm not gonna lie, yeah. So in, in the past events, because I've been going on tour. Oh. Um, I can't take myself serious sometimes, but in the past events, I've been talking about how my goal was to be a talk, uh, talk show host, and I'm like, here we are, welcome to my show. <laughs> I'm telling you, the Christina mic at the yes, end, it's gonna be great. You. Yeah, thank yeah, yeah. you guys so much for being here. Take, thank you for tuning in, if you're tuning in. Um, this is our 100th episode, and I was talking to the ladies here how it's not easy to stay consistent. Like for me, consistency overall, we know like that is probably the hardest thing to do. Um, so I, I wanna share today's space and episode just to highlight what really helps us stay consistent. Like what helps us, you know, investing in ourselves, community, connections, your support system, so many other things. But Sylvia and I go way back. Yes. Um, and today we're gonna be talking about some really deep, deep stuff. I know, and I would love for you to start at the very beginning. Let's start at the glow up process. Yes, the glow up process. So um, <laughs> for those of you, yes, my name is Sylvia Brands. I'm a self-trust and confidence coach. Confidence a toda madre. Um, and guys, I want you to know, this was four years ago. Uh, I approached Sonia and I took my shot and I said, hey, IG friend, let's meet up. I want to come to a Mujeron event. And she was like, okay, great. And like she said, when the mics were off, she was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Let's do our thing. And um, as we were doing that, then I was like, okay, cool. Let's, let, let's do, do a workshop. Because again, I have always been really like, this is the type, kind of coach I am. This is the workshop that I put on, et cetera, et cetera. And I will never forget, I was like, okay, Sonia, um, this is gonna be the ticket fee. And she started sweating, visibly <laughs> sweating. She was like, I don't know that I can do that. And I said, why? And she was like, because I've never, she was whispering, she was like, I've never charged before. Mm -hmm. And I said, who's in the closet that's gonna get you right now for just you whispering that? And she was like, no, but I'm serious. What is, what are the women and the community that who's already followed me going to think mm -hmm. if I start charging now? Do you remember that? Yes. Go girl, tell me. It's a big transition, right? When, and anyone here who's pursued a business or anything, uh, when you're building, you, when your number one thing is to create impact and you want to help, uh, you want to help others, you know, whether it's like give them a platform or just share about what their gifts are as well. It's really hard to really focus on the, this is how much it's going to cost you to be here and to be a part of this. 
And I think it took me a lot of healing, a lot of going through, you know, my own journey to realize that you're not less of, of you're not creating less impact if you're doing that, mm. right? If you're putting your worth, if you're getting compensated for the work that you're doing. And I think in the Latina community, especially, it's been a very difficult thing to navigate. But I think that together we've been really changing that narrative. Absolutely, 100%. And also, I want us to also be really honest right now. When you put a price on something, our money wounds come out. Mm-hmm. We say, ooh, how many zeros is this gonna have after it? Or we say, okay, how am I gonna give, why am I, when I explain it, what kind of really good explanation am I gonna give? And it stems back from, and guys, you get, we're all gonna laugh, it's okay, watch. From, oh, mom, dad, can I go to the movies? Ya te pusiste a limpiar? Ya hiciste la tarea? Did you already do your homework? Did you already clean your room? Did you already, right, working? for us to get the yes. Mm. And our parents didn't do anything wrong, but we built that belief of, okay, well, here we go. I have to earn the yes. I have to earn that person feeling good and saying, okay, here's my money. Mm-hmm. I have to earn that person saying, sure, I'll come to your event. And so putting a price on something or saying, come to this, or saying, I'm an expert in my field Right. Everything's on display. Right? And so, and can I tell you a secret? Yes. When we put on that event, I knew you were going to be a coach. You just didn't know yet. Yeah. But when we started coaching, I knew. And you always did this thing where it was like, okay, yeah, but like, this is Mujeron, but this is Sylvia, this is my guest. Mm-hmm. And it's so good to see you now be like, this is Mujeron. I am the speaker. I am the coach. Right. And I just want to give you props for that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That was such a process. It was such a process. And I, 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 I mean, there's so many things that I, I can sit here and unpack with you guys on why it took, you know, it, it's, I feel like everybody has their own journey into stepping into who they're meant to be. But... I think for me, it was always the, I, I don't want to be seen, it was definitely the people pleaser, but it's, it was also like, I don't want to be seen as like, quien se cree, mm. right? Like, who does she think she is? Like, what has she done in order to be able to tell me or how to help me, right? So it was like a lot of that type of work of like, shit, this is who I am. Like, this is what I've worked for. And that's the work that we need to do in order to step into that best version, right? That mujeron that we're all working towards. Absolutely, 100%. And that, again, this is why Sonia and I work so well together is that, and I know you guys can all relate to this. I'm meeting Candace for the first time. It's somebody who's sitting right in front of me. I'm meeting her in real life. But guys, if I tell you, she creates art for a person's wedding day. Oh my God. She makes gowns, but they are art. But again, I'm sure that she's walked a journey of, I have to believe that too. Mm -hmm. 
because this isn't just a dress this is couture this is history this is i'm going to pass this down to somebody one day wendy you put people in homes mm. you have to trust yourself enough to say i'm going to help you and i know how to get through this process and that's why i'm a self-trust and confidence coach because we do such a good job at abandoning ourselves mm. to commit to somebody else's belief versus trusting ourselves. Everybody wants to be confident, but it requires you to trust yourself. And that's where we get kind of scared to sign our name on the dotted line. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I'm over here like, yes, let me take some notes. Oh my God. The one thing that really stood out is really focusing on other people's beliefs about you. Like how many times have we done that even growing up, right? When our parents would come in, you know, and my mom is here, I love you, mommy. Um, when, you know, like your family commented on your weight or people commented on if you're smart, if you're this, you're that, and it's, you start to believe what others say. And I think that's when self-development changed everything for me. And it really like saved my life in a way because I was able to understand like, wait, that's their opinion. What about mine? Like, what do I believe about myself? Yeah. And how am I taking action with that belief? Beautiful. And that's another aspect of trust. Absolutely, 100%. Right. So again, when we pulled off the glow up process, it was a lot of me telling Sonia, like, dude, it's gonna be okay. We're gonna we're gonna do this and we're gonna we're gonna figure it out and it's gonna be all right. And Sonia was sweating bullets. And I'm not gonna lie to you, day of, because it was like my first real live workshop, I was like, oh shit, there's people actually here. <laughs> I have to I have to do my thing. <laughs> And guys, when I tell you that I brought my little rickety ass projector and your mom hooked us up with like a, a backdrop and Sonia with her wagon who fucking comes on every trip. Uh, yeah, do you still have the wagon? I do, but it's retired. Oh, okay. Like, is it missing a wheel or something? No, I just, you know. We, we elevated, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, Sylvia, I'm not raggedy. I'm just like, am I gonna bring it on a plane? Mm, probably not. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but I, I, I wanna point out, like, we charge our moms to be there that day. Yeah. That was the crazy part. Yeah. My mom, like, paid for it. Cuando pagaste el boleto, cuando tuvimos el primer evento ella y yo, and she was like, what? Wait, I'm paying for this? Yeah, mom, help me out. Come on, like you're... Totally. No, my mom said the same thing. She's like, you want me to what? <laughs> and this was in Spanish, obviously. And then she was like, but I'm the mom. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, do you want a chair? Like, you're, and then I said, I was like, you're paying for your chair. And I want to be really honest with you guys too, because this is like, we're brown people. Um, for a long time, and again, this goes back to what you say, it's like, am I gonna believe what people are gonna say? And I love my parents to death, guys. But I'm very honest that my parents show scared support. And I know that a lot of people can relate to this. They're gonna say, oh my God, yeah, you did it. Or like, I'm gonna br bring stuff and help you. 
but in the back of their head, I can see them shake because they're like, fuck. And my dad says this all the time. He's like, estas segura that you want to be a lavacocos? Are you sure that you want to be a brainwasher? Mm. Because for a long time, that's what he believed I did. And so when I'm out here, or that day, when I'm out here telling my mom, sorry, sis, you got to pay for a ticket. My dad was like, slow your roll. You ain't that good yet. And I was like, fuck. And then I like took my sad ass back to my room because I lived at home. And I was like, but I am. Mm. And those are the times, guys, am I going to self-abandon? And even though I love those people, am I going to believe them? I feel like our parents will always be our biggest supporters yes. or will or will like just totally turn but you I think off. that's like, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think now as a mom, I'm it comes from the fear, right? Of like I just don't want you to get hurt. I don't want you to put your expectations so high that it doesn't happen and then I you know, I, I have to take care of you. Totally. So as a mom, like motherhood has allowed me to understand my mom, to understand yeah. other people in ways that I never could have if I didn't have a child. Yeah. And I understand it now. So I, right. I think it's so much respect for them, right? And, and like you hold so much space that how lucky are we that we get to have these spaces that they didn't have? How lucky are we that we get mm -hmm. to work on ourselves, that, that we get to build relationships that don't talk behind our back, that support us, that want to see us win they didn't have that and i no. just i'm i'm so grateful and i will never take that for granted to, to have that yeah absolutely 100 percent. and exactly what you said of look at us rooting for each other mm. we are breaking the the criticonas the tias in the family we are <laughs> I talk shit, okay? <laughs> but I'll say it to they think. It's fine. But uh, guys, one of the things that I want to share, moving away from the glow process, because we're moving, but uh, I just want you guys to know, though, that there's always a little light at the end of the tunnel. So you just got to keep trucking, because after that event, I came home, and my mom said, Tu tienes un don. You have a gift to do this and I didn't believe you she didn't say sorry we're not there yet <laughs> but she at least recognized bitch you doing all right like, in okay. Spanish yeah I will I will say mine for me mine was when my parents were trying to get a home and the lady that was doing their loan process was like oh my god your daughter is the one with mujer on Cool. Oh wow, I follow her. And my dad came home and was like, Te conoce. Dijo que escuchado de mujerón. And I told her, Yes, mi hija, she brings women together. And I was like, That's oh my right. God. I fucking it's love happening. <laughs> so it's just like those little things where like now they start seeing you in the in the vision that you had, you know, when you started. But I will I will give my parents the my mom has been a ride or die since since the TV days, since I wanted to be a model, a singer, a da da da, da you know? <laughs> she was making line for me in Belleza Latina when, you know, when I wanted to be yeah. there, she slept on the freaking sidewalk for me. So, 
I appreciate her so much totally. and oh. here she is look doing this beautiful stuff for me so your people right yeah your people yeah I love that no and I, I again guys I'm not sitting up here and shitting on my parents <laughs> but my, my dad is my best friend but he's always yes. the first one to give it to me straight mm. and that's why I say our parents love us so much and don't get me wrong my dad has brought merch and my dad has like been like I, okay let's test this fucking mic for the hundredth time <laughs> my my parents have done everything yes. but again like we're healing them we're healing right. them by them watching because we're, we're doing the things that they're like you're gonna do what and then we're doing it and they're like oh, okay cool you know so yeah yes. yeah so I want to kind of go back to the glow up process but 2.0 when we went to San Francisco oh, shit so <laughs> I had the bright idea I'm like all right I'm gonna start branching out you know I'm gonna start doing events and Myra's here one that believed in me we did an event in LA as well uh, but Sylvia and I were like, okay, let's let's do San Francisco, and we were like, cool, let's do we it. We thought we were hot shit on tour, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I had no no one. I did not know not one person in San Francisco. But for some reason, I was like, San Francisco sounds cool. And she sold it to me, and I was like, sure, okay. <laughs> so here I go. I took a road trip because you know I wasn't I I was not gonna invest that type of money on on the on the plane right I was just like let's do the let's do the road trip Sylvia so was like I'll see you there <laughs> I was like I will invest in taking my ass on the plane so we go to San Francisco and two people showed up yes. please do the gasp one more time everybody yes. two people showed up we sold two motherfucking tickets Okay, and then we I went. I think we sold one. The other girl is like a friend. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> She's really gonna put us out here. Yeah. No, no. Two tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Since we out here charging moms, yeah. Right. No, no, and you know what? We went into a Starbucks prior to like with the fucking wagon. The fucking wagon went. The wagon, the wagon came. Went. The sign went. And the sign went. Did you bring the sign today? I didn't. Oh. She's, she's retired. <laughs> Dang. Oh, you really upgraded. Anyways. So we're, we, we're, we're, and San Francisco has hills. Okay. So here we are. We're all dressed up and we stop in a Starbucks because we're like, we're not allowed into the venue yet. Which by the way, it was like somebody's apartment <laughs> studio. For sure. We could have gotten snatched. It's fine. But we're we're waiting for our time and we're in the Starbucks and we're putting the the th the tags on the flowers cuz that's like one of her signature yes. touches and I'm I'm, I'm sitting people. I'm sitting in the in the Starbucks and I'm like what if we just start telling people in Starbucks to fucking come? Like what are we going to lose right. now? It was all white old men sitting there. <laughs> Work out. There was no chance I could be like, hey, you want to come and work on self-love? Like, <laughs> good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, they, sure. yeah, they'd be, well, yeah, they'd be like, sure. And then I'd be like, just kidding, stop. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, we oh, oh, we go into that little studio. Our and, two guests. And our two show guests up. show up. And the reason why I wanted to share this is because we could have given up then. Right at that moment, two people showed up. Here we are. 
And I will say, I have to give it to Sylvia. She put the same sauce, the same like umph to her whole presentation with the two women that we had in there. And I wanted to share this because in June, I went to New York City. Also like for some reason, I was like, let's do New York City this year. And luckily we do have Anina there, that shout out to Anina, she, she took us there. She was in Mujeron University, but five people, six people showed up. And it, this year for me has been like going back to like the beginning, but also not being afraid to start over even when you think you've made it. And that's the message that I wanted to share with this. There's gonna be moments in your process, in your journey where you're building, when life is gonna humble you down and you need to be able to say, would I start this all over again? And if the answer is yes, you're in the right place, right? Like you're doing what you're meant to be. So I wanted to share that because we could have given up at that moment. Yes. And here we are with all these beautiful ladies. Yeah. No, totally. More no. Than two. Yeah, more than yes. two. more than two. More yeah. than six. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, guys, I because again, I remember texting Drake and being like, "There's two motherfucking people here." <laughs> Sorry that this podcast has all the words. And um, he was like, and he told me, he literally was like, "Sell it, girl. Sell it like if that room was full." Mm. Mm -hmm. And I was like. Oh, you right, and I was like, rah, like, you know, like, I fucking like, was like, yes, here we go, you know, and, and Sonia's right, like, we went in there, and Sonia, too, she stood up, and like, like, we were doing full presentation to, like, a football field, and we really sat there, yeah. nailed it, and then it was so funny, because since there was four of us in total, we, like, even set our phones to take a group pick. <laughs> And, I, and again, guys, I want, we wanted to share this story because one, it's easy to quit. Anybody mm -hmm. can quit, but it's sticking with it. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love that you just said that where you're just like, if you'd start all over and do it all over again, you're on the right path. But also in those moments when it's like, yo, this did not come out how I came out, still be your most authentic self. Right still be that person yeah those moments are really gonna build your self-trust to the max because yeah. it's mm -hmm. it's when you're really committed to your work committed to like hey it's okay this time it wasn't it wasn't the this many you know it was yeah. it was the two that we needed to impact totally. those are the two women that needed to be in that room that day so I remember when you told me that we were in front of the full house houses yes because we were like, let's take our sad asses to fucking look at these houses. Because for real, at, at that point, we did feel a little like, okay, well, cool, we did it. Like, we did full blown. But there was just this lingering mm -hmm. feeling of like, yeah, we did a good job. But we were like, okay. And yeah, you said something like that where you were just like, isn't it cool that we still came out here and did it? Right. And I was like, wow. But okay, so switching gears. Let's talk about the hard stuff. Everybody likes to say women empowerment and it's like mm -hmm. beautiful butterflies and rainbows. But I want to talk about women empowerment when the hard shit happens. Right. Sonia and I 
Don't worry, guys. We didn't fight. You guys were supposed to laugh. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> really, thank you for committing. Thanks. Um, there was a situation where... Ooh, you, you build it. Because I'm not scared to do shit. Okay. I, I'm not scared. So. Okay, so... I was, was like, I'll say the whole thing. And I, I mean, in, in any friendship, in any, in any setting, right, community setting, there's always going to be, like, misunderstandings or things that come up or, you know, the, the hard part of building community, right? Everyone has felt that before, right? So, obviously, we had something similar to us. And I feel like when we sat down and said, okay, what do we want to talk about? I was like, how about we talk about the moments that it wasn't so easy to support mm -hmm. each other or the moments that it wasn't so easy to like sit in the woman empowerment, you know, the moments where like things come up or relationships drift apart and you're like, what the fuck? Like I'm trying to build something genuine, something with, you know, intention and there's still going to be those moments. And the reason why I wanted to share this today is because there's still going to be those moments. So if you ever find yourself in, in that space, we also wanted to share how you're not alone and how even yeah. though from the outside, sometimes it might seem like, damn, how are they really doing it? Are they really that genuine? Is it really that like supportive and like the sisterhood and the amiga, you know? And there, there are the times where it's not. So today we wanted to open up a little bit about that. Yes, uh, there was a specific situation. It was years back, but um, there was someone who had an organization and they had an event coming up and I was asked to speak. But there had been already certain things that had happened within this group because again anybody is welcome to join like this type of personal development community etc and the certain things had already taken place and i'm going to be really honest i am a south side girl till i die i'm also in aries and so i'm loyal to a fault that is my one toxic trait i am loyal to a fault and when I was asked to speak, I had to ask a couple of my friends, can you give me a wink if I'm okay telling this story? She gave me a wink. Um, I had to really ask two people in this room, can I take this speaking event? Because if you don't want me to, I won't. And I, I'll do it with my whole chest. If you're my friend, I won't do it. And I think for the two people in this room, that is hard. Cause you wanna be a good friend. Mm -hmm. You wanna be a good entrepreneur and you wanna actually be the definition of woman empowerment. Pero te pica, like it burns to say, yeah, go do it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, and I, I think for me, it's like always also the part of like supporting your friend, right? And the decisions they have to make for their growth. And I think at the end of the day, it's like your situation, how do you separate it so that they also get their moment? And like they, they also discover these other relationships that are out there, right? And I think a lot of times we kind of like feel that like 
the people are yours in a way. I feel like some people have, have you know, made comments or said things like that. And I think at the end of the day, it's like, hey, we're all in this journey of like trying to things, figure things out. We're all in this journey of like finding the energies that align and who you want to like surround yourself with and like finding who that community is, right? And it's also the side of like, not everybody's meant to vibe with you. And like, how many times do you feel like you want to force it, right? Mm -hmm. Or like you want to be like, no, this has to work out because this is genuine and like women empowerment and this stuff. But it's also finding that community is, is finding your people and not everyone's going to be your people and that's okay. Totally. So that's, I think that's like where we wanted to take the message, right? Totally, yeah. And, and I will say it for myself, there's a lot of coaches. Right. There's a lot of coaches and I had to get really good at trusting myself and being like, Sylvia, your clients are gonna come. Because mm. that would be crazy if I sit up here and I'm like, well, I'm not gonna be no coach's friend. <laughs> that's crazy. Because I would be limiting myself. But I also know like that I'm not for everyone or like people have come up to me who's worked with other people and that's what it is. But again, I want to, we wanted to really talk about that feeling that you feel and that's okay. It's our ego. It's a little mm -hmm. jealousy. It's a little like, ah, 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 ah. It, and that's okay. And I just, we really wanted to bring that home that those feelings that those situations you're not alone in. And, and when Sonia was like, Sylvia, no, do it. There was also a piece of me that I wanted to be like, are you sure? Like, you know, cause you want your friend to be like, blink twice if you like really mean it, you know? Like, cause you're also- Like with your husband, it's okay. Yeah. You can do it. You can go. Yeah. You can go. And so, and then you're, and then again, cause women, we do that too. Like we, we do it and then you're like, damn, is my friend secretly mad at me? Mm-hmm. Cause we're good at that too. Why? Because in our, uh, in our households, we just push everything down. Right. We're really good at just swallowing things, pushing them down, hiding them away. Not opening up, not like unpacking what happened or like how we feel. And I think that that's the part of women empowerment. It's also like being open and having those difficult conversations and just letting people know how you really feel. Exactly. And sitting with them like if Sonia would have came to and she did she said like I'm hurt by the situation not by you right because she even told me afterwards she was like I know a lot of good things are going to come from you speaking at this she, so she said the the situation feels uncomfortable but I know you and me are good and I was like okay and I was able to go and speak that night and not feel guilt in my stomach because again, in, in our community, in our culture, guilt and shame are ingrained. It is passed through our blood like anything else. Our brown hair, our brown skin, it is ingrained. Yes, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. yeah. We in here to do the real shit, so. <laughs> okay, and our last thing that we wanted to talk about well, it's kind of all the ugly things. <laughs> uh, we really wanted to talk about fear and imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. and just how we navigate those things. Because again, those are the things that come up a lot. 
I, I, I was talking to Nilsa before and she was like, I wanted to be here and it feels crazy to say out loud, like I have a podcast. Yes. I'm sure your imposter homegirl in your head is like, bitch, what? <laughs> but you're still out here and you're saying it. And that's amazing, I love that. But again, we wanted to talk about these things that we feel all the time. And we're also, again, we're really good at putting them away. We don't let nobody see that. And that's why I try really hard on my IG to say things like I did last night. Right. I don't know if everybody follows me on here, but uh, when shit goes bad, that's important to say as well. Because just because I'm the self-trust and confidence coach doesn't mean everything's Gucci all the time. Because that's not real. Anything you want to share? Yeah, I think it was, it was just the, the conversation around how, how really it's so hard to pursue your big dreams, right? Like how really it's difficult to really believe in yourself 100% all the time, right? When you're either feeling down or things aren't going the way that you want them to go or maybe you're not getting the support from your, your close circle, your family, whatever it is. It's, it's really being able to know what you need to do to take care of yourself first so that you know that you got yourself, right? Even if others don't have you and um, moving past all that stuff, because it's gonna come. And one thing I feel like through self-development, I've was just such a shock to me, or not a shock, but you know, you kind of like start realizing things was like, this shit never ends. Like really, you're mm. always going to feel it. You know, all those little things, you're always going to feel it because you continue to reach new levels. You continue to grow, you continue to, you know, cross things off that you accomplish. And it's like, okay, so now what? One of the biggest things for me was like putting the second event together. Because the first one, you know, I was like, oof, all right, we got that out of the way. It's like, damn, we're gonna do this again? Are you sure, girl? Like, okay, here we go, you know? And it's like, oh my God, it's not as easy as I thought the second time around. I thought it was gonna be like, yeah, everybody was gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go. And like the, 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 the sponsorships and all that was gonna go like the way that I thought. And it has been harder if not like, if not harder than it was the first time. Because it's like, okay, now you gotta prove yourself, right? And it might be only just with me, but in reality, it's like new levels, like you'll still be able, you'll still be going through that imposter syndrome and you'll still be going through that, those thoughts. And how do you overcome it? The same way like community, right? Doing the work. For me, it's like really sticking with my non-negotiables. That's been huge this year yeah. for me. I think last year I let myself slip a little bit on the things and made excuses with like, you know, motherhood. Anyone, anyone like lean on motherhood as an excuse? Hmm. Oh no, I have a baby, I'm, I'm good. That has been such a huge one for me. Because obviously like I'm, I'm raising this beautiful child, like that should be enough, right? And it is, but I know that for me, like there's still things that I want to do and accomplish. And it's been like, how do I come out of that and like not sit in the comfort of 
of what I know I could and it would be okay with society sometimes. Totally. So that has been huge for me um, in so many ways. Even when I found out I was pregnant, that's when I was first launching Mujeron University. And I remember when I found out I was pregnant, I'm like, all right, I'm safe. I don't have to do this anymore. I'm not <laughs> launching. Like, I got to take care of this baby. And my husband was like, like, this is what you said you wanted to do. Like, come on, let's do it. Like, you, I'm here. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. Can I say a really crazy story about yes, that? Yes, say the crazy story. Girl, I'm down for a crazy story. I love to share this because, again, like, not everything is figured out. So my husband is really, like, tech savvy. So all the, like, techie stuff, I'm like, hey, can you help me out? So I was getting ready to launch my program. I had hired someone to help me with, like, the marketing strategy. We were getting ready to go live on the, the um, free webinar that I was doing and then like okay like this is it 20 people are gonna sign up like I'm ready Pretty and good. blah 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 and my husband was like all right how are they gonna check out and I was oh. like what I'm like no. what do you mean I have the web page they just click here buy and then he's like yeah but where is it gonna go and I was like what <laughs> what do you mean he had to create a stripe account oh no connect it oh. 10 minutes before we went live on the webinar. <gasps> yeah, it happened. I was like, thank God for tech savvy Vander because yeah. I would have been lost. But I like to share this because could you, if I would have known that I had to do all these extra steps, I would have just been like, cancel that webinar. Like, we ain't doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I can launch next year. Like, who cares? But it's like taking the action messy and kid you not that after the webinar someone bought immediately with no clarity call with nothing and i was like oh my god you know and it, it was it was just like the the permission that i needed that like yeah you are capable and like you are able to do this yeah but i wanted to share that because those are the type of things that you know, I could have sat on that and just been like, dang, I didn't even have all my ducks in a row and I'm over here trying to help people, you know what I mean? But it's like, you figure it out as you go. Like, take the messy action, take the scared action. Sometimes it's what we need in order to create and like step into who we're meant to be. Yeah, 100%. And I wanted to bring today, cause I'm an analogy queen, that is what I'm known for. I wanted to bring an analogy for you to take with you. And sure, I'll tell a crazy story as well, but. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, my analogy is that fear, grief, imposter syndrome, whatever you're thinking in your head right now, it doesn't go away. It just changes. And you have to be able to work it into a room. And let me, let me break it down. I want you to imagine that you have this room and somebody always arrives to your front door with this enormous bear, like huge. Like it, it is the whole door, it is huge. So one, a very inconvenient gift. And you think to yourself, what am I going to do with this? That bear represents fear grief, imposter syndrome, whatever you're thinking about, whatever's been going on this month, that's what it is. And I want you to visualize that huge bear 
that someone just came and dropped off. It doesn't go away. You just have to work it into the room. Okay, Sylvia, well, what does it mean when you say work into the room? Okay, cool. When fear arrives, it's huge. It's all you can think about. It takes up so much of your brain space and also it's the reason you feel anxious and you can't stop and you're just like, God, here we go again. This, why does this always happen to me, right? All of those things we're constantly telling ourselves. But then when you don't quit, when you continue to show up, when you learn to regulate yourself, when you let someone in and you say, I'm not okay, when you say, I need help, when you say, I'm gonna say no to this so I can say yes to something else, that bear becomes smaller and you are able over time to work it back into the room where the bear becomes such a manageable size that it can go inside of a closet. It can sit on a shelf, it can go under a desk or it can fit in a shoebox. But the bear never goes away. You get really good at regulating yourself, managing what you can and working it into the room. And I just, I want you to know that you're not alone. I'm nervous. And I know that the day I'm not nervous, I'm not gonna do a good job. I never take it lightly that people show up. Jay-Z says, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Yes, thank you guys. Yeah, and I want you to know that as the coach, the bear has showed up several times for me. Mm -hmm. Just this month, my kid got kicked out of school yesterday. Shitty ass teacher. If I wasn't this evolved, I would be on the news. <laughs> my mom has a tumor in her brain. Shit, I haven't said that out loud. It's non-cancerous, but it can, it's so close to her optic nerve that it can like do damage. Um, my cousin has cancer. The bear has showed up three times and they're all in that room and I have to work them into the room. They take up all of the space right now and that's okay. But I'm here to tell you and show you that this is life and it's real and life happens to everyone. But I trust myself and I know that I will work those bears into the room regardless of the circumstance it brings. Thank you. I know that there's nothing to say after that so I'm really sorry but. <laughs> no, I, I just wanna thank you for sharing yeah. that. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. And I just, again, like I took a temperature check at the beginning of this podcast episode and I know that August has been hard in one way or another. And I, and, and I know for some of you right now, you're probably thinking like, oh shit, Sylvia just said some terrible things. No, don't discredit your heart. Mm -hmm. Don't discredit your heart because it's hard. Yeah. So. And I think the, I, I just want to, kind of add to like thanking them for being here because mm -hmm. I know that maybe you guys are going through something really hard and you decided to be here and make the time. So I appreciate you for being here tonight and sharing 
your light, your magic with us, your presence. Thank you so much, Sylvia, for yeah. opening up. No, absolutely, 100%. This is why I do what I do. We need to get in more spaces and say, I'm not doing well. Mm -hmm. This is hard for me. Can you hold this? And we have to also, as a community, get better at saying, I just need ears to listen. I don't need. Mm -hmm. But again, we're allowed to teach each other what we need. And you are absolutely in the space and you are safe to say that. Because again, like I said earlier, our parents are healing through watching us. And our children get to live that shit. How cool is that? Yes. And this was Mujeron, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much yeah. for sharing. Um, I wanna open it now to any questions, anything you guys wanna share. Hot seat coaching, here we go. Yes. <laughs> What's next for you, Sonia? Ooh, oh. that's a good one. Okay, bitch. <laughs> oh. She said, uh oh. <laughs> Let me bring my journal out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you have it? No, I don't. Okay. Um, mm. Big dreams. Right? Yes. I think, okay, I'm going to share some hard <gasps> stuff. Too. Wow, okay. I, I think maybe like three months ago, I was like, should I just get a normal job? Oh, yeah. You know, like just feeling like overwhelmed and like, you know, things seem a little hard and. And I, I think I even told you that when yeah. we met, mm -hmm. like, damn, sometimes I feel like, you know, is, is it, is this for me or like, is this it? And right after that meltdown that I had, I got reached out to be a, a speaker, which you know where it's going to be at. Yes. And for me, it was like, holy shit, like a coach of that caliber yes. inviting me to speak in her space. And um people signed up for my program and like things started happening and i was like i think going to your question is like the little signs right of like no you're doing you're doing all right like you're doing it keep going you know it's it's not going to be easy but keep going i think for me what's next is continuing to create these type of intimate spaces I think this year I gave myself a little bit more room to like try it out and what does it look like going back. I think last year I was more fixated on like the big event and this and that and like sometimes you think you have it all figured out and then things start to like shift inside you and I think this year I just allowed myself to say yes mm. to things that you know collaborations or different things that came up and I mean lo long the, the the big vision is definitely different things but i would say for now it's like going back to the help right where do i really need the support so that i can continue to do this and i think that's one of the biggest things i've been focusing on continuing to be a present mom is a huge priority for me and just creating spaces for you guys so that we can continue to grow and you know, give women platforms to speak their story. Beautiful. Thank you. Next level is next. Yes, <laughs> next level is definitely, you know, making. I'm excited for you. Thank you. <laughs> Yay. Anyone else? 
Okay, so first of all, thank you both for having us here and for opening this space up for us. This truly means a lot in a lot more ways than you can probably imagine. And I know that I'm not the only one who feels that way. So um, me speaking for everybody, <laughs> per usual, I have a question for both of you. Um, so if my question is, if aside from like the fear of failing or aside from those normal fears that Sylvia was talking about, what had stopped you from starting Mujeron or from starting to become a coach? Figuring it out. I think there's so many people that are so scared to figure it out. Uh, and if you've been riding with me for a long time, you'll know that I did not just automatically land in confidence at Toda Madre. Uh, I had an online clothing store called Blossoming Gems. And then I realized I didn't like to go to the fucking post office. <laughs> and I was like, this shit is not for me. Um, and then I made gem bracelets and I thought that shit was cool because Lauren Hill has a line that says, don't be a hard rock when you really are a gem. Hence, I have this. And for the podcast listeners, I have a gem on my forearm. And um, then I was like, I don't have fucking time to do this shit. And then I was like, I'm gonna start a little blog. And I'm like, and I was like, oh cool. I'm actually like, I can write. And y'all fucking have seen, if you follow me, a bitch can write. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, I was like, okay, cool. So I'm on the right track. And then I started a podcast and it was shitty. Really fucking shitty guys. And um, I was like, okay, the blog is close. The podcast is right, but I'm not, like it doesn't have a form. And then I found coaching. But it took me guidance and it took me those failures. And again, we're scared of failure, but we're also scared of figuring it out. We're always like, no, no, like I don't wanna waste the money or like, no, it's too scary to try that or whatever, or to ask for help, to ask, to literally come to me and be like, hey, um, I really don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Can you help me? We, we're scared to ask that. And so, that one would have been the big one for me that if I had continued to stay in, I'm just going to practice speech. I'm just going to practice. I'm, I'm an ex speech therapist, guys. I'm just going to continue to do this and take my lonchera to my classroom or to the clinic setting, whatever I was working. I would have lived shoulda, coulda, woulda for the rest of my life. For me, I think it was, you know, when you feel like this is it, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to pursue in my life and you're so fixated that you're not seeing like what are the possibilities around you i think for me i sat in that for a long time of like i wanted to be in tv and that was my goal and if i didn't pursue that part of my dream it was just you know it was going to be hard so when i worked at the tv station they came in a thursday and said tomorrow's your last day we're closing down the station and I mean, I was devastated. I was like, okay, so this was supposed to be my stepping stone into like what's next in my TV career. And I think at that moment, I started knocking on doors here locally after I went to Nuestra Belleza Latina. And when you go into a stage like that, you're like, man, I'm just gonna get all kinds of opportunities after this, right? And it wasn't the case. And it was like coming back to okay, so what's next for me? And I think that the more I allowed myself to just unpack and like get curious and, and try different things, the more I started to see, okay, 
maybe the impact that I wanted to create in my TV career will just look a different way for me, yes. right? And like, I can still somehow pursue my passion of like speaking in front of people or being on camera <laughs> or... <laughs> oh, she practiced that. Wow. like there's just different ways for you to still be the badass that you want to be but it might not look the way that you thought like it might not be at El Gordo y La Flaca talking about some artist you know it yeah. might be talking about what's going on and like what happened to me if and you how want I'm me to building. pretend to run somebody over right <laughs> so it's like different life. I think that's that for me was it when I allowed myself to say like hey Sonia it might not look that way it might look a different way I started to see okay damn this is actually bigger than me just reporting about some celebrity you know what I mean it might be bigger than that and I know going to like big vision stuff either I'm gonna get a Netflix series or <gasps> some type of thing where I'm gonna go around the world like interviewing Latina women who yes, are just so creating some crazy shit. things and like I know that's like it's gonna take time for me to get there right it's not gonna happen in the next year maybe um, if you're listening <laughs> and you have Netflix. the power to make this happen <laughs> um, but I think that that's when it really changed for me and even the coaching aspect like I sat on the sidelines for such a long time because I was scared to say like yeah I can support people I can like impact I'm a people coach. I'm a coach right and uh, when I was able to really step into it that's when I really started to create impact and build community in a different way and Thelma is here, she was in our program, and like that space is a whole different like, you know, way for me to fulfill what I know I was meant to, to be. Thank you for that question. Beautiful, yeah, thank you. My question is for the both of you. I wanna ask, what kind of advice would you give someone, me, I'm someone. Um, I'm a perfectionist, and I feel like my downfall in my entire life is being a perfectionist and I feel like it prolongs my progress a lot of the time and I know it but how do I go from being a perfectionist and doing many things in my career but just not posting enough I think about my career or even about myself or in my life I'm not very transparent um, and I feel like that's what kind of stops the progress in my business and I want to know if I have things that I know I can do and I'm great at it but it's not quite right because I've been asked to be on many programs and asked to be interviewed and I feel like if I'm not perfect if, if my business is not there yet I don't want to talk about it but that's kind of what prolongs my progress so what kind of advice do you give to someone like me my biggest thing is to ask yourself, what would happen if I redefined perfection for myself and not for everyone else? And the reason why I admire you so much, and one of the, I'm gonna give you free coaching. Uh, one of my biggest things that I wish, I, and I, I'll be honest, I fangirl about people in this room and I go look at your, your profiles and stuff. And Candace, for you, my biggest thing is that I wish you would tell me your story. 
I wish so badly that every time I go to your grid, I wish that you would share a piece of it with me because you are such a creative person. I would tell you that, what if I like that? What if I like that I like that people have this mystery about me? That I don't want to tell you everything because I want you to have those thoughts and I want you to think of me, but I don't want you to know absolutely everything. And I want to give everybody what they want because I know what they want. Like I know right. people want to see me sitting at my desk or sewing. I know people, that's what they want. But what if I don't, what if that's not something that I want to give? But you get to pick and choose. Right. Because right there, you're trying to say, you're already telling yourself, if I show it and I don't give it in the perfect way, then I'm doing it wrong. Right. Versus, I'm going to be Jay-Z and Beyonce, and I'm going to give them a taste just to keep them wanting more. Right. Because you're in control, but you're so busy at, am I in the lens that they want? Instead of being like, this is my lens, welcome. Right. Does that hit? Yeah, that hits. Yeah. Okay. I think for me, like perfectionism has been a really hard thing. One, I think it allows you to see that you actually fucking care, right? Like it's a big part of you really caring what you're putting out into the world and how people are like perceiving it. Um, and girl, like trust me, there are so many things that I don't share that people don't know, right? Like she said, you choose what you want and how you want to share it. Like maybe, and I think a lot of times we think it has to look like the other person's content or the other person's way of sharing it. And I think we have to find like what it is for me, right? Maybe I don't want to be on camera telling people what my story is, but maybe I want to show them a different way. Like maybe for you, it's a more mysterious way to like get us into what you're doing and what your story is and what part of the story you want to share. But I think for sure perfectionism will always be there because that's just that's just you caring for what you're putting out. And I don't think it has held you back because I mean, I feel like from what you're, you're saying, like you're doing amazing. She's really um, amazing. So yeah, so I feel like you have to find the way that you are going to really put it out there. And sometimes it's not always going to be how you how you envisioned it, right? Like sometimes it's gonna require you to be like, fuck it, I'm just gonna send it. And you'd be surprised how many people are feeling that way. Like how many people have things in your drafts for like months, <laughs> right? Like girl, I could pull up some, probably some fire content, but you know, it's like things that you kind of, I think it's also timing, like timing will come. So yeah, take those interviews. Like people need to see what you're doing. There's someone out there who needs the work that you're doing and they haven't found the perfect person. You, you said she makes dresses? Yeah. Dress. Like they haven't found their dream dress because you haven't posted it. Yes. You know, you haven't like reached out to them and I think that was the biggest thing for me. Like it's not even about me. It's about who is going to get, Im be impacted by what I'm gonna share. I think that's a huge one too. And when you realize it's not about you you're doing everyone a disservice mm -hmm. by not putting your story out there. Yeah. Because Candace, for you, if I'm being honest, you were supposed to be at New York Fashion Week six years ago. That's how much I believe in you already. 
and I haven't even worked with you yet. Look at you with your stylish <laughs> girl. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, drop your handle. House of okay. Remy Rose at House of Remy yes. Rose. All right, we're gonna hold you accountable. We're all gonna be there. Everybody's gonna be DMing her like, all right, girl. Mitch versus sewing video. So yes, I think that was the biggest thing, though. Like, it's not about you. It's about who, who's gonna walk down the aisle or what you know, wearing your your stuff. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for the. Thank question. you. I met Sonia at the event last year when I was working as a commercial banker and I've been as a corporate employee forever and ever and it's all I knew. And it took three major acts of changing my life to kind of decide to exactly that, change my life. So. Shortly after I was in Muharan event, which I think it was around November, wasn't it? October. October. All right. So I talked to the to the bank that I was represented at the time. Hey, we need to do this. There are women, you know, happening. You know, business are happening. We need to help them. So at the time, I brought the awareness in the banking community. So as you know, I was a brown woman. And Latina on top of it. Well, you know, brown Latina, right? So anyways, make the story short. I am here today to let you guys know that I've seen you, you know, I see everybody's faces and I see, oh my gosh, they're so young. They're so beautiful. They're so full of energy. And you know how sometimes they said that you know, 40 under 40 a word, or 20 under 20 a word, or whatever that is. And I'm like, what about 50 under 50, or 50 right at 50, <laughs> right? So I just want to applaud everybody that is here and making time to learn, because I am learning myself. I am learning from all of you guys that I follow. Social media it is a new, new elephant altogether for me. And it's hard. I wrote a book. And it's called, thank you. It is called La Ruta de la Libélula. I'm la Libélula. Um, the, the route of the dragonfly will be in Spanish. And um, I, I am honoring Sylvia as a child. I'm honoring my mother too. Yes, yeah, I'm so good too. <laughs> I was like, wow, you guys go way back. <laughs> yes, so I'm honoring my ancestors. I'm honoring my mother that very recently she passed away a month ago. And I'm honoring any, all the women that I have met and I'm yet to meet with my purpose, my new purpose in life. So thank you very much for having me and inviting me. And I just want to say, Sylvia was a key person of making last year possible. Woo. Like she did so much for our community. Um, she fought for us with, you know, the people that, the decision makers, the white men, like she went in there, talked about our community got us um, a sponsorship so that the event last year could be possible. Awesome. And not only that, with Sylvia's help, we were able to start the Mujer on Shark Tank, which was our pitch competition. Um, and Jen, and was, Jen was our first place winner. Yeah. Yes, so 
Sylvia, gracias. Thank you so much for all you're doing. I know your next venture and like your book is going to be so amazing. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Because she, she just genuinely wants to help and wants to really uplift. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Yeah, yeah thank you. No, yeah, yeah. So mine's not a question. It's just a something I want to share. Um, so like Sonia did say, like I did win the Mujer on Shark Tank. So I've known Sonia since <laughs> through vending um, when Mujeron was a thought, was an idea. And throughout that, I met Sylvia. So Sylvia is my coach, was my coach, and now she's my friend. But now that I started my podcast, um, wow. yes, La Meraneta with Jen, um, I talk about my life, my struggles as a child, everything, where I have to be not, re well, I have to respect everyone who's involved, but I just want to say thank you, Sylvia, for like help, helping me validate myself in what every little step I do, because of course there's going to be someone that's not going to agree with it someone's going to feel offended but like i say if the shoe fits then wear it i i i as a person need for people who did wrong in my childhood to take validation and say hey i'm sorry i did it or it happened and hey let's roll with life and we can't be perfect <laughs> because if we try to perfect everything, we stop. And that's how I felt too. Like I can totally, totally like, I'm like, oh my God, like that was me. Like that was so me, especially with my business. People were so good at like pinpointing like, hey, did you know that you should do this to get more attention? But that's not what I want. But I took their you know, comments and, you know, I said, well, I'll do it my way. And of course people take notice and that's how it was. But I just want to say thank you, Sylvia. Thank you so much for like, really like you guys, she's the real deal. Like whatever she says in, in her stories, that's real life. Like the way she speaks, that's real life. Like motivation, she's the epitome. So, like I say, thank you for saving me. Like, I paid for therapy since a child. <laughs> but that program there is like, whoa. <laughs> Woo. Like, you know, like, because you're doing the work yourself. Like, it's for you. It's not for anyone else. And once you hit that, you say, you know what? I'm not going to be that person to make everyone else happy. I have to make myself happy. And once that happens, oh, real shit happens. Like life happens and you really learn to breathe. And it's like, whoo, and it's a great feeling because now she's my friend and it's like, yeah. <laughs> but thank you, babe. Yeah. I, 
I just want to add because every time somebody thanks me, you did the work. Mm-hmm. Yes. You said yes to yourself. Yes. I just say, I'll drive, get in the car. Well, I have a question, um, and it's regarding I am a introvert, extrovert person, and then I recently launched my business. It's a flower shop, and it is sometimes a lot of work when it comes to, like, you know, putting yourself out there and coming here to network and, like, meeting amazing people. So what do you do when you're coaching these type of people that, like me, that have that type of personality, that they can be extroverts, um, but also it's, like, a lot of effort. And then when you go home, I'm just, like, feel so exhausted from, like, you know, trying to put myself out there. And But I'm also, like, I can be both. I, I'm fun. I'm, you know, like, I can meet new people and stuff like that. But also I kind of, like have my quiet time and decompress at home so um so i'm a fellow introvert believe it or not uh i think i struggled a lot with like wanting to it's almost like you turn another part of yourself on when you're like around people but i think the biggest thing that has helped me and i think is like being very intentional with like where you go and like who you make time for right but also allowing yourself to take care of yourself like what are the things that you need after you know you you are in those spaces or um you have those type of conversations it's like going back and finding like the things that you need to also take the rest right and putting putting that as as a priority as well so I think that when you're in business, it's like, it's important to put yourself out there in different ways. Um, But it's also finding like what works for you, right? It might not always be what we think it is. I will always say in-person events just because like they truly changed my life. Like I really connected with people that changed so much for me. Um, But I think being intentional with what, what are the spaces and who are the people that I'm surrounding myself with? My answer, well, one, I am not an introvert, sorry. <laughs> but I've had clients in the past and I have introverts in my family and my son is an introvert, Drake is an oh. introvert, yeah. Daga, I'm just joking. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. The world wants you to think that the introvert side is not good, that it's not as good or good enough so my biggest thing that I would tell you is treat your introvert side as good as you treat the extrovert. Mm-hmm. Because your introvert, the world has taught us like, oh, they're introverted, they're shy, they're this, they're that. The world wants you to think that person's not as fun. That person's not as stimulating, so it's less than. Versus, no, being introverted means that you know yourself really well. As a matter of fact, introverts are way better at regulating themselves because they know how to decompress. So my advice would be treat your introvert as good as you treat the extrovert. So when it comes to like, okay, I go to these places and I create content and I'm exhausted. Don't say I have to show this extroverted side. Say people deserve to see the introverted side of me. People deserve to see that my introverted process is what builds and makes me show up in my flower stand. Introverted isn't less than. Mm-hmm. It's just as good, if not better. Does that make sense? Do you feel like you also attract like extroverts as your friends? See, they will say that I'm extrovert. 
Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> My friends will say that I'm very extroverted, I'm very outgoing, because I am very outgoing. Um, right. It's just that sometimes, like, I have so much going on, because, like, I also, like, what you guys were saying about, um, you know, at the end of the day, I'm taking care of my my parents and right. my sister, like having to like guide them because we came here when I was 14 years old from Mexico, so they mm. really didn't know how to navigate here. So like they always come to me because I did go to you know school and they think that I have all the answers. So that's yeah. has been like very a stress. So like whenever it comes to them, like I'm always like, ah. mm. but when I'm when I'm like with friends and stuff like that, I like, I can be extrovert. But when I'm home, I just don't want my kind of like my peace or right. you know like or come here from like going home and i'm exhausted but yeah like my friends like they will, they will say that i'm like extrovert okay yeah but in reality i feel like i'm Introvert. Yeah, because I feel like I have friends that I'm like, cool, I'm just going to chill when I hang out with her. Oh, okay. Like, we, we don't have to have this crazy conversation, yeah. like, right? And then I have the friends that I'm like, oh, she's going to take me out of my box a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I me. might have to be a little extra with her. <laughs> um, so I think also balancing that out mm -hmm. because, you know, you need both, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. but yeah. And the funny thing is that whenever, like, I do go out with like my family. I'm the one that they have to lead me. I have to plan a trip or something like that. But when around with my friends, I want to take care of, like being taken care of. Mm -hmm. Like they're the ones who plan everything. So like it's like a different dynamic there. Yeah. With yeah. friends versus with my family. Absolutely. Yes, but you're here, so <laughs> good for you. That's awesome. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just want to make a comment um, because rooms like this. They, no, they don't exist that much. So I've been following Sonia for a very, very, very long time, and I had the privilege to connect with her last Hispanic Heritage Month, and that was the power coffee talk. That was her sharing what she envisioned for her event and sharing her fears and like what she still had to iron out. But just the fact that she was doing it inspired me so much and I'm so grateful for you. I attended the event. Um, I was very fortunate to be a speaker as well at the event. And being here today to celebrate your 100th episode is amazing. So, so happy for you. And I just wanna say that when, one thing that we recently talked about, because I'm going to the UN, like I'm going to the United Nations to speak about the power of blockchain technology, and I'm taking 17 women with me. Yeah. And the majority of them are Latinas. Yeah. <laughs> but in being vulnerable, um, I shared with Sonia that I'm like starting to panic because some of the most vital key pieces that I need for the event to be successful um, are not there yet. I have the venue at the World Trade Center, one of the most beautiful emerging technology spaces, and, but this key piece is just not there yet. And so in sharing that, Sonia immediately responded and she's like, I'm gonna send you all the sponsorship list. Everything, all the contacts that I have. And I was like, I wanted to cry. I'm like, you're making it make me cry because let me tell you something. I've been in experienced production and people don't do that. People don't do that. And so that warmed my heart, and so I'm so grateful for you because you reminded me, and like I tell this to everybody that I mentor or that I coach, a win for one is a win for all. So I want to leave you with that because, Sonia, that's how you are. 
That's a spirit that we should always have. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. You hear that? I know. I'm like, you hear that? You receive that? I feel like, I mean, shit, we all know how hard it is to do something, right? And if I could give her a list of names that she can, like, reach out to, like, that could potentially help her bring her vision to life, like, dude, that's the least I can do for, you know, you being a part of this community. And when I opened up about, like, when I was struggling, she's like, I want, I want you to have... Um, a makeup artist the day of the event mm. she paid that for me oh. and it's just like how do we help each other out right if you guys are putting events together and you want to sponsors hit me up I'll send you the list <laughs> I'm yeah. like how can we just create this big ass list and we all just share it and like pitch these people because I think that we're all in the same mission we want to help Latinas grow we want to help them like create a space yes and it's like if we can do it together it's even more yeah absolutely we don't gatekeep i really right i remember in high school like it was like a really cool thing unless i'm a ghetto ass it was really cool to be like if somebody was like hey where'd you get your shirt and the mean girl would come out and be like the store (laughs) like you wouldn't say and it was like okay i just want to be cool too you know (laughs) and i'm just again i'm happy that again these are the spaces where you can ask that question. You can come here and say like, oh, I'm doing it. And I love that, yeah, absolutely. Yes, thank you so much, guys, for thank being so here much. today. Thank, thank you, you so much for all of those of you that are tuning in. Oh, thank you guys so much for being here. Truly, like, I, I had a vision of doing a live podcast recording and I was like, is it gonna really like translate the way that I want it to? And I'm glad that you guys made it. And this is just the beginning, our first one. Um, so thank you so much for being here. Uh, we're, we wanna invite you to Mujer on Movement 2023 on October 28th in Scottsdale. It's our big signature event. And um, also, you know, just keep a lookout for Mujer on University. Um, one-on-one coaching if you if that's something that aligns with you um, I'm just here to support you in however I can and Sylvia as well yes and I just want to finish with I want to give a special shout out to the her voice network my podcast producer is in the back please raise your hand And um, again, podcasting is one of those spaces where I can genuinely say, guys, I really did suck. And until I got a form, everybody started to listen. And that's okay to say. That's okay to Mm -hmm. say that you sucked at something. And I am the first person to be like, oh my God, are you sucking? Yes. (laughs) That sounded really bad, sorry. And so I, I just really want to say that. But again, uh, thank you, Kaya, for the opportunity, for the growth, and for letting me be in the network. And again, ladies, yes, confidence at la madre is for everyone. I am a self-trust and confidence coach encouraging you to live life at la madre because I really believe that. And I really hope that I embody that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, thank you, Sonia, for yes. this space. Thank you for saying yes to womanhood thank and to saying, saying like, hey, yes. let's let's do this. So. Yes, it was amazing. I was like, I have no, I don't have it figured out, but girl, we're going to do it together. Yeah. And, and I do want to say a reference. Guys, I was kind of scared because the only people who I've seen do podcast live are white girls. <laughs> and yes. 
I was like, is, is this a space for us? I mean, I'm, I'll do it, but it, you know what I mean? Th those are the only people I've seen do it. So I just, I really want all of you to know, like we made history tonight. Yes. Cause we're in this fucking space. So we have one, two, three, four, how many other podcasts? Raise your hand if you have a podcast. Okay, fine. Yeah. All right, we have five other events, live podcast recordings. Yeah. <laughs> Not but it's just like, it's like, this, this is a space for us, right? I yeah. love how you say that because it is. Yeah. And like, I love to see other women doing it too. And um, it's also like a way of the permission, right? Like this is what we're doing and, and we're here for it. Beautiful. Yep. First of many. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much, Thank ladies, you. for being here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mujeron podcast. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dreams.